Melanie. Thanks for calling. What's up? Hi, Mom. Is Dad there with you? Yeah, yep, here uh, I am. I'm in my camera now. Hi. Speak, yep, yep. Oh, hi, guys. I was going to say speakerphone, but they're not called speakerphones anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we, we took forever to, to get this little, what is it called, Skeep? This oh, little the steeper. Yep, oh, the steeper. We're, so we're, we're on now. We're so happy to see you. great angle. You guys got a bunch of <laughs> double chins happening. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we supposed to be looking? Oh, do you want to say hi to the dog? The dog wants to say hi to you. <laughs> Um, so, you know how that one holiday is coming up? Oh, oh my gosh. We're so excited. We're Been counting so down the days. looking forward to it. Do it. Show her the, 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 uh, stocking. Oh, we have it on. Yep. Oh, sorry. Not, I got the dog for you. Look at this. It's got your face on it when you were just, just wee little, our little peewee little baby. Oh, look it's, at that. It's great, but, uh, mm-hmm. And it I'm says a... on top, on the, on the other side, it says, you've been home every Christmas your whole life and you'll continue to be so <laughs> Without any interruptions. <laughs> That's oddly specific. <laughs> oh, we're so excited. I'm a. I can't make it. Um. You. I'm sorry. You. You can't. You can't make. I think what? you know what. I think there's there's a connection issue on our end. Um. Uh. uh what was that? We almost, we almost thought you, we, we almost thought you said you weren't, you weren't coming. Okay. So to Christmas. I will. I'll be there, but You'll it's, be it's, it's not going to look exactly like me. If I look different, it's don't worry about it. Wait, did you get a nose job, honey? What is going on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Well, that's oh. a, um, you don't look different now. Connection issues, right? Oh. oh, yeah, you know, we're still figuring this out. The scheme, yeah. Well, wow. you know, thank you for telling us. If you could send us an updated picture for your stocking, though. We yeah. do need that. Yeah, we do need that. That's for that's for uh, Aunt Betty and Sally and uh, Toulouse. So we need to make sure that they can they know exactly what you look like. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we'll see you around yeah, on Christmas. Yeah, we'll see you at Christmas. I will definitely see you. Yay. All, All right, right, bye. bye. Same- Welcome to the Mildly Awkward Podcast. Did um, I say that? Yeah, yeah, you Damn did. it. No, no, that's right, though. I know. No, I did, but yeah, I was yeah. like... Okay. But then I asked if I said oh, that, okay. and it kind of ruins the whole experience. Welcome to the Mildly Awkward Podcast. Honest talk about young adulthood, the messy, the marvelous, and as always, the mildly awkward. I'm your co-host, Corby, and I pretend to be British. I don't have to talk about my real family. And I'm your other co-host, Maddie, and I once went to more than one store looking for ramen. I am Addie, and I definitely make my bed every morning, Mom. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, welcome, everyone, to another episode of the podcast. And today we're talking about leaving home, moving out, moving on, being an adult, all that. I mean, this was going to be the Halloween episode because it's so very scary, but (laughs) we pushed it out for one week afterwards. You know, it'll come out afterwards so that, you know, we can recover a little bit. Mm -hmm. So we have our dear... Dear, 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 dear colleague, Addie. A close personal confidant. <laughs> yes. 
Um, so, Addie, I know we're holding hands under the table right now, but please, for the listeners who cannot see you, give them a little bit about yourself. What's your story? Who, who are you? How did you float into our lives on the tendrils of fate? Well, have you ever seen The Notebook? <laughs> no. No, I have not. Okay. What? <laughs> she was homeschooled, and I'm a boy. <laughs> Isn't like, but The Notebook for a while, though, was the one movie they were like, oh no, dudes like that movie, too. Yeah, I mean, it's like one of those movies, like, everyone has to see it, but it was it good or was it just like well crafted you I know? mean it's based it's... on my life so <laughs> oh okay well maybe we should stop the podcast <laughs> okay we're back two hours later we just wow, watched the that's, notebook you know I don't understand why they had to involve Transformers in the last mm. third of that movie it's mm-hmm. a little weird but you know compelling mm-hmm. alright so mm-hmm. if you could frame it for those listeners who have not seen it what, what about what's, what's your deal <laughs> what's your deal Eddie <laughs> what's your deal I am Addie. I like to doodle a Ooh. lot. I like to doodle. I play guitar sometimes. I'm studying counseling, and I always struggle with what I like to do. That's okay. <laughs> That's a okay. Have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? Oh yes, I <clears throat> was currently or was involved with two separate Dungeons and Dragons games at one time. Nice. What is the character that you play right now? Oh my gosh, Maddie, we're not talking no, about this. No, you can't take this away from me, Corby. I love D&D too much. Go ahead. I am currently... Don't pay attention to him. <laughs> I am a ranger elf in my current game. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Isn't that beautiful, Corby? Don't mm-hmm. you feel bad now that you tried to squash yeah, that? <laughs> I do. I just blacked it all out. Yeah, so Ma- Maddie, not Maddie, Addie. Well, this is going to be a confusing episode, right? Because my name mm-hmm. is Maddie and our guest is Addie. So and... for those at home... Keep track of how many times we you mess can up. Just call me Slagathor for this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's easier this way. <laughs> but we won't need, it'll be Addie, Slagathor, and Corby. It won't be Addie, Maddie, and Kaba. <laughs> well, let's redo the beginning. <laughs> I'm your co host, Corby, and I have a normal name. I'm your co host, Slagathor, and I'm a normal girl. Oh, God. And I'm leaving. <laughs> Please. <laughs> it's going to be the first episode where someone just leaves. Like, no, this too, you guys are too weird. So I know we got sidetracked slightly, but we are talking about leaving home. So we're going to start with, uh, you know, just some questions to get to know Addie a little more and to, to open this up. The first one is, where are you from? I am from St. Cloud, Minnesota. So an hour away. An hour away. Do your parents still live there? My mom is in St. Cloud. Saint, she just moved to St. Joe and my dad lives in the cities. Do you call St. Cloud your home, if you're referring to it? Yes, but I also, so I went to a small private school for middle school and high school, and then a college that was on the same campus, mm. and so when I think of home, that's the area that I refer to more. Wait, you went to middle school, high school, and college on the same campus? Yes. <gasps> oh, in St. Cloud? Out, just outside of St. Cloud, oh, yeah. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. How was that? Like, are you, you know, a, a freshman in college being like, oh, those high schoolers and like walking around and stuff? Like, are you in the same area? So I went to a college that was actually two separate colleges. One was all female, one was all male. High school that I went to was on like the male's campus. But yeah, we like ate lunch in the same place as the college students did sometimes. Oh, and weird. That's crazy. It was I mean, really weird. <laughs> yeah, that's really, I've never 
heard of that. Except for homeschooling, you kind of have Well, we don't go to college and homeschooling, gosh. <laughs> but you had Not like, like oh, mom, can I have the syllabus? <laughs> like, no. No, no, no. You're like eating lunch at the table with your mom, like, come on. <laughs> I hate my prof for, yeah, no, 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 no. I guess in some ways, because in high, homeschooling, you know, you're with all of your siblings who are all different ages, but... Not they college. Have, like, rate my prof for homeschool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like for different subjects. Mom's like for for math. Mom gets a five out of five. For English, it's like a one out of five because you don't care. <laughs> she really didn't. She was like, read this book. So, do um, you call Minneapolis your home? I've only been here for like I've only lived here for a year and a half, mm-hmm. so I'm still adjusting. But it's it definitely feels it's starting to feel more like a home. So when you went to college, though, because it was close-ish to where, you know, your mom lives right now, did you live at home or did you live on campus? Oh, I, I lived on campus. Okay. I did not live at home. Okay. So <laughs> would you consider, like, when would you consider that you, like, officially moved out? Would you say it was when you started college and lived on campus or when you moved to the cities? There's, like, two separate times because I moved out for college and then I had a job at that college for a year <laughs> and I lived with my parents then. Yeah. But then... Then I moved out again and left okay. the nest again. So this is your official, like, moving out? Yeah, I finally left the nest. Okay. <laughs> so what do you miss most about your hometown? My hometown? Yeah. Ooh, the, so, like, my college town that I went to in the fall, it's just beautiful. Mm. It's, there's, like, 100 acres of land, and so the colors get really pretty, and it's just beautiful. Yeah. And I loved it. And my college, it was the same thing. I mean, I feel like the great thing about Minneapolis and St. Paul is that it's there's enough trees yes, that there's so much. St. Paul is beautiful in the, yeah. in the fall. Yeah, I, in my college, it was the same thing. Just tons of trees in the fall. You could just watch it change while looking at the Ohio River. It's so nice. Yeah. Is there anything about, like, your hometown that you sort of think of as, like, oh, this is a really good, or not descriptor, but, like, this is the quirk that my hometown has? That no other hometown has. Okay, so there is this thing called the St. Cloud Superman. And it's this middle-aged male who stands on the corner by the Dairy Queen and wears a Superman suit. <laughs> and Wait, like a real guy? Yeah. Oh, I thought this was going to be like a statue or something. No, this is a real human. Oh, wow. <laughs> he, he always stands in the same corner and has a, like an American flag or something and is always waving Oh, it. my gosh. See, I was going to say like... In my hometown, the water tower looks like a teapot, <laughs> which is amazing. Shout out to Lindstrom. Okay, so St. Cloud Superman, that's a, that's a good one. How about you, Corby? Is there anything in your hometown that like makes it stand out as, this is my hometown? It's unique. I mean, I guess we have a few things, but not things that I necessarily love. One of the things, we have this dancing lady, that, but it's not a real person. It's just like these dancing lights, but it looks like a woman dancing downtown Indy. But I think the most important aspect of Indianapolis is the fact that we are the birthplace. Wait, I don't know if we're the birthplace, but we were the <laughs> just, home. You know, you said it with so much conviction. Just roll with it. No one's going to question you. <laughs> we are the birthplace. Look it up because you'll never find this evidence of Mike Pence. So, Wait, the birthplace of, of our vice president, Mike Pence? Yeah, he was our governor for several uh, torturing I years. Not, I did not know that. Also, the KKK was born in Indiana, so Wait, we're, what? we're holding that strong. Oh, no. I love well, it. Dragons everywhere. Maybe don't lead. I was going to say don't lead with that, but I'm like, between that and Mike Pence was the governor, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, Indiana's terrible. <laughs> if you're listening to Indiana, get out. Leave. <laughs> no, no. We love you. All of our listeners in Indiana. And no, if it makes no, you happy well, we to stay in Indiana, <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to, you know, tell you how to live your life. Special thanks to Steve Higgins for composing our theme song. Find him on Facebook at Steve Higgins Music 
and follow him on Instagram at steve.higgins. So when did you leave the nest? What was what was the age? What was the feeling? Going to college, you know, 18 years old, ready to not have a curfew. <laughs> and Did you have a curfew growing up? Kind of. Um, I think my older sister had a stricter one. <laughs> but then, like, being the middle child, it was less so, but still mm-hmm. definitely a curfew. Yeah. Yeah. And you said that you moved back. When did you move back? When I was 22. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. How old are you now? 25. Okay. So it wasn't That's like extremely old. <laughs> no, I'm older than you. Don't even worry about it. Okay. <laughs> did you always know you were going to leave? Yeah. When did you start making those plans? At like age six, you're like packing your bags, like just in case. Yeah, pretty much. You know, just St. Cloud is really kind of a boring place. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was, how old was I when I first knew? I'm trying to think. Probably like eight. Was it your eventual plan or goal to move to the Twin Cities? Or are there other cities that you were like, oh, I'd really love to move out to this place or that place? I always wanted to move out east. Ooh, mm-hmm. so like Boston. Boston, yeah. Maine, Vermont, something like that. Yeah, I That'd think Boston's fun. like a huge hub for yeah. people like mm-hmm. our age just to be like, where do you want to go? Boston, you know? Because I don't know anything about it, but I do want to go. It just I know Mindy like Kaling a, is from Boston. I love And that Mindy makes me want to go Kaling. to Boston. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my sister lives there now. Does she like it? She, they just moved, but yeah, Ooh. she does really like it. So what was the hardest thing about leaving your hometown? Oh, yeah, mm. my dog. Mm-hmm. I still miss her, like, all the time. That's usually why I go back to visit my mom. Well, what Sorry, kind of mom. dog do you have? <laughs> it's not you, it's the dog, Damn. mother. It's a, she's a beagle, and she just turned 11, oh, and her name is Boo. Oh, that's adorable. Oh, my gosh. She's, like, the sassiest, most stubborn animal I have ever encountered, ever. So do you have any uh, siblings who are still living in your hometown or at home with either of your parents? No. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So my older sister lives in Boston. My little brother is in Washington State. And then my younger sister is in China. Holy cow. So you really stayed the closest. I did. So what are your parents' thoughts about you moving out or maybe about what you're like, what they thought about your siblings moving out to? Like, for example, I know my parents, I think partially because we were homeschooled, were very like, you don't have to move out. Like, it's so much cheaper to live at home or like, well, maybe we can you know, help drive you around if you need to. So they were very much like, don't rush, just stay at home for as long as you possibly can sort of thing. So that was kind of their attitude. Was was your parents' attitude more like that or more like, oh, it's 18, pay rent or get out sort of thing? See, mine I mean, was, those are extremes. Mine was kind of the opposite in the fact that all of my siblings kind of went to prestigious colleges on the East Coast. And then Ooh. the fact that I stood like stayed... 20 minutes from home I always kind of felt like a disappointment oh no that's so sad see I that's it's all how you frame it though because I feel like if 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 any of us went to school 20 minutes from home our parents would be like yes high five we can have dinner together every night and like all of this so aren't you lucky my parents will adopt you and then you will never be able to leave either so I think being the baby of the family I had a lot of I from my mom just and my grandma just like are you okay? Is everything all right? Like, are you sure you don't want, like, do you want me to come pick you up then or do this? So I was two hours away from my home when I went to college, but yeah, it was, and even when I went to Philly for a semester, it was just like, is everything okay? Like, to some degree, I'm like, no, I'm fine. Like, I'm doing perfectly fine, but I think 
being the baby of the family, they had this like expectation oh, yeah. was like must protect him yep. at all times. Are you the youngest in your family, Eddie? Or I'm the middle. Okay. Child. Oh, right. You just said that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so they never bad texted you or mindfulness. anything. They're no. like, oh, she's 20 minutes away. We don't need to talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you prepare to move, physically, mentally, emotionally? Was there like a process, or were you just gung ho? Let's get out of here. It was basically just me filling as much stuff into my car as I could and then going. Yeah. And then, because I do live close, it's easy to just go back and pick up anything that I forgot. Mm -hmm. So, very hastily packed. (laughs) What was the first, like, big skill that you realized you maybe had no idea how to do once you moved out? So, you know, like setting up internet service or how to clean out your oven or was there any big skill like that that you realized, oh, I don't know what I'm doing with this at all? Making like doctor's appointments mm. or any type of appointment or yes. using the phone, I am awful at doing that. Like terrible. <laughs> or That's laundry. a hard one. Yeah. That's really hard. Like the only reason I think I'm comfortable with that now is because I have a job where I'm on the phone a lot. So I'm like, I'm no longer afraid of it, but it's, it's a lot. It's really bad. I, there's definitely a phobia around using the phone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is funny because I feel like we're the second generation to, or not like the second generation just to like call down the street to make an appointment like we're just we're still in the crux of that yeah. <laughs> like technology but we're like no but we like have our phones with us at all times it's like calm it's down like, like, I <laughs> use it gosh <laughs> but I, I have seen a shift in my personality where if I see something for instance I just bought glasses for the first time by myself and I set up the appointment and I went and, and did they're the, very cute they fly but it's like I just saw the place and I'm like you know what I want new glasses I've always wanted new glasses let me just go in there and do it and I did it and I paid and I was like am I really doing this but it's just <laughs> stuff like that or you go to the store and you're like we need soap you know you just don't even think about it especially I, I think definitely like and it's kind of embarrassing to admit but I think first when you first move out you realize or at least I did like there's a lot of stuff in your house that doesn't just automatically just repopulate itself like where's all the toilet paper and napkins and paper towels and detergent and all of that and who's so. cleaning the cat box and who's, I know, and who's cleaning the bathrooms <laughs> and like all of this I mean that that less so but I think the sort of all the incidentals that you don't necessarily realize are part of like living on your own that was a big adjustment for me I'm really thankful literally a Walgreens is across the street for me so there's been times when I've been completely out of toilet paper, and then I can just run over there, and it's not a huge deal. Thank God for that CVS <laughs> down the street, because <laughs> no one thought about it until we got to the last roll and the last pull, and you're like, what? See, when you live close like that, you can at least appear to be a together adult, yeah. and that's a really, like, you know, nine-tenths of the yeah. laws, they say, is appearing as if you are a competent adult. Yeah, you're like, that was totally on my schedule. I didn't realize someone else was going to use the bathroom today. Wow. <laughs> Let me just jog down of the store. Uh-oh. <laughs> so for holidays, uh, how does that usually work if you celebrate? Like you going home or your siblings or anything like that? I typically go home for most things just because I live so close and all my mom's family is from Minnesota. So there's a big family thing there, which is always so overwhelming. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially when my siblings aren't there, because then I feel like all of the attention is on me, and I hate it. Oh, because you're the the grandkid kid sort of person who's like, oh, what are you doing with your life? And, like, how are things going? And all this sort of thing. Oops. As I just punch my mic stand. I'm sorry, (laughs) listeners. (laughs) I have some beef with my mic stand, apparently. It's a very, like... Uh, beautiful acoustic country. It was. I was looking for a guitar. <laughs> Twangy there. 
I'm going to just slide into some blues here. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you find there's a lot of pressure when you're the only one of the siblings back. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's my mom is the youngest of her siblings. And so all of my other cousins, basically all of them are married and have children. And then it's me who I'm in this awkward part of my <laughs> life where... I'm kind of an adult, but not really. And I can drink, but I am not like married or with children. Yeah. And it's so <laughs> weird. Do you find that you get a lot of questions though about like, oh, what, what are you doing? Like, when are you going to get married? And like all this sort of thing? Or is it more, I don't know, other types of pressure? Thankfully, I don't get a lot of those questions. People ask me about like what I'm doing, what I'm going to school for. But then typically I find that they're not very interested in my response. <laughs> so then I, we, this is a weird tradition, but we often go bowling on Easter. <gasps> that sounds super fun, actually. And so then I just go back to bowling. Nice. <laughs> Are there any traditions like that that you've carried on yourself now that you're kind of out and on your own? I'm definitely going to go bowling for Easter. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I'm not religious at all, but every Holy Saturday. It's gonna... <laughs> bowling. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't. I haven't gone back for like a holiday with everyone there. I skipped last Christmas by one day, and it worked out. But <laughs> this year, when I went back for homecoming, I stopped at my grandma's house, and one of the first things she asked me is, "Have you found anyone yet?" <laughs> like, oh, 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 burn! I know. I was like, "Come Good on, one. grandma, that's savage." Good one, KRL. Well, did you, know, you? I have not. I'm also in that awkward stage <laughs> of life where I'm doomed to die alone until I'm 27. How old are you now? 24? 21. <laughs> I don't know. How old do I like? Uh, 24. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely, I think some of the questions, I know whenever I go visit my mom's side of the family down in Texas and they'll, because we're the the oldest cousins on that side. So my grandmother was like, oh, how are you doing? Like, it's so great to see you, blah, blah, blah. And then she pulls me aside. She's like, tienes novio, which means like, do you have a boyfriend in Spanish? (laughs) Tienes novio, do you have a boyfriend? Like, so I'm sorry, abuela, I do not at this point. But (laughs) she always loves to ask that, which is pretty funny. So most of your friends from high school and college, do you still stay in touch with them? Where do you think most of them are? From high school, I graduated with a class of 63 people. Mm-hmm. I'm still really close with one, and she lives about a couple blocks away from me, which is awesome. That's nice. In the Twin Cities? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, so that's really nice. And then another one of my friends who I keep in touch with, I keep in touch with probably four people, mm-hmm. but the other one just got deployed, so yeah. not close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another one just texted me actually yesterday, which is kind of cool to hang out, who also lives really close to me. Yeah, I was just imagining like how many of those people actually do live close to you. Mm -hmm. You just like don't talk to them, so you don't think about it, but they're like, I'm next door. (laughs) (laughs) I see you get your paper every morning. (laughs) There's actually, using the Snapchat map, I've like realized that someone that I know from high school that I never talked to lives five blocks from me. That's, oh my that's a little, I don't know. <laughs> See, I feel like there's some things where like, I don't want to know. I don't need to know where you are if I don't want to be friends with you. I don't know. <laughs> I want everyone to know where I am at all times. I just, do. Like, just in case or something? Like... I don't know. We'll figure it out. But, <laughs> well, because one of the things is like, I'll mention somewhere that I've like went this weekend or whatever and Jacob always is like, yeah, I saw you like we're in Iowa. Like, <laughs> Jacob, don't follow me. <laughs> Although, you never know. Is Jacob going to be the one when you go missing? He's going to be like, don't worry, you guys, and pull up Snapchat, then, and we find you just immediately. <laughs> and Jacob is given the key to the city. <laughs> Which city? <laughs> Whatever city you went missing in. <laughs> Pick a good city to go missing in. <laughs> what would make you feel at home here? What What else would you 
what else do you need? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I'm going. With what it. else could you possibly want? No. <laughs> um, well, what has helped you slash what would help you feel more at home where you're living now? One thing that I really need in my apartment now is artwork. There's nothing on the walls, and it feels so barren. So if you're listening, send me some artwork. Mm -hmm. Yes, send Addie your art. Fan art of Addie on this podcast. (laughs) Go to fanart at gmail.com. There probably is somewhere. Don't do that. Find the Mildly Awkward podcast on iTunes. Subscribe for new episodes dropping every Monday. And leave us a rating and a review. Actually, let's do let's do X. 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 The expert. X. What was this our Halloween episode? Is X the expert? <laughs> X. X. X Murphy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's a very, very, very different episode that we're recording. X. No. Okay, so we're gonna do move on to a segment called Ask the Expert. Um, you know, every week on our show, we like to give pull yourself together, Corby. <laughs> I love puns. (laughs) Well, not always puns, but like dad jokes and things like that. Oh, it goes straight to me. Like, I can't do them. I'm terrible at them. I'm I'm glad that you did, because I I love puns as well. I know our friend Feather and our guest from the Halloween episode, Feather, hates puns with a passion. So, Um, (laughs) All right, so Ask the Expert is our next segment. Every week, we do try to reach out and give back to our beautiful, beautiful community of mildly awkward listeners who are definitely writing into us and are 100% real. Mm-hmm. gmail.com, everybody. We're here to ask you some questions about moving out, and you can help our listeners. How does that sound? Perfect. I'm so qualified. Yes. <laughs> That's why we had you on this episode. So the first one is, whenever I'm in public with my parents, they call me such names as Boo Baby and Little Pee Wee, and I'm 27. They even call me these in front of my new girlfriend, who later left me for reasons that may or may not be related. <laughs> Don't laugh at our listeners. <laughs> I just want to point out, though, homeboy, she's your ex-girlfriend. She's not your new girlfriend. <laughs> it was new to him. If my parents did it to be funny, I would totally just tell them to shut up, but they are so sincere when they say this. What do I do? How do I break this cycle? So this comes from Too Old for This in Arkansas. The first thing that came into my head was to just embrace it and start <laughs> calling them the same nicknames. Mm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So, like, hey, boo, baby, and you're like, hey, boo, papa, or something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Boo, papa. Because hopefully once they, like, they're going to feel uncomfortable if you say things like that to them. Especially if you do it, like, in front of their friends. Mm -hmm. In front of your parents' new girlfriend. Yeah, break up their marriage. (laughs) (laughs) They're kind of open like that. (laughs) Yeah, you just, like, they're having, like, a little get-together with friends, or maybe book club, and you're like, little pee-wee mama, what if I blah, 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 and... She'll she'll lose her mind. Right. She'll go crazy. Yeah, just Hopefully. give them a dose of their own boo bear medicine. <laughs> so what our what our expert is telling you they're too old for this is to go on the offensive with the nicknames. Is that does that sound fair, Eddie? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Do your parents have any like embarrassing nicknames for you? Not for me, but we call my older sister Pookie and she <laughs> hates it. That's so cute. Pookie. 
I guess my, yeah, my siblings call me ladders, which... Why do they call you ladders? <laughs> you just say that so, oh, ca- so like, casually. Add, oh, you know, as everyone says, you know, they call me ladders, as you do. <laughs> like one in five children are called ladders. Middle like, child in a St. Cloud home, you're going to be ladders. It's just going to happen, and you got to make peace with it. To be fair, though, it's because all my, like, my brother's name is Kaz, and we call him Lazarus. It's like a weird rhyming thing. So you say that in the tone of voice. It's an explanation, but it's not really. I don't understand. I still don't understand. Yeah, I did some validating. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, mm-hmm. But I didn't get it. You nodded your head. Come on. I don't know. It just rhymes, and it's fun. And now also all of my brother and sister's friends from high school, because they're twins, all call me ladders when they see me. And it's really weird. I'll be literally on campus at our school now. And I will hear ladders, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> but that's isn't, me. That's so hometown too. Like, yeah. like that people around there like have that nickname rather than just saying your name. They're like yeah. ladders. Were you or... like when you get your MA? Should you be like, don't call me ladders, call me scaffolding because I'm going places. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I loved it. <laughs> I thought we were going with master ladders. <laughs> we're like escalators. <laughs> Doctor ladders. <laughs> Oh, man. Wow. Um, where are we? Okay, second one here. <laughs> we'll All right, this in. next one is, um, I'm a senior in high school, and I'm trying to decide where to go to school. I can either go to college in another state, in Florida, where I'll live on my own in the dorms, or I can go to college in the city where I already live with my parents and live at home. It's so much cheaper, but will I miss out on something if I don't move away? Should I go out of state or stay in my own city? And this is from Decisions Dave in Denver. First of all, Decisions Dave. I don't care what you do, but do not go to Florida. (laughs) I second that. Yes, please. Keep yourself safe from the menace of Florida man. (laughs) But no, I think no matter where you go, even if you stay in your hometown, you're going to have an awesome experience. But don't go to Florida. (laughs) So the only wrong answer here is Florida. (laughs) You'll be fine no matter what else. You have 49 other states to choose from. So the last one is, I just graduated college and I'm prepping to move across the country for my first real grown-up job. I'm moving from Idaho to California. My parents are really nervous about this and are worried that we won't ever get to see each other again. So my parents said if I move, they plan to sell their house and move to California within (laughs) within the next two years to follow me. How can I tell them that I still love them, but I don't want them to uproot their lives and move to California with me. And this is from Enmeshment in Idaho. Jaw is <laughs> There's an actual jaw dropping in the studio here, you guys. You've stumped the expert. This is going to be our new segment. Stump, Stump the, the expert. expert. Stump the expert. The, the last sentence of your thing there was saying, I don't want you to uproot your lives and move to California. I think that's yeah. a way to say it. Fair point, right? You can bring that up to them. Or yeah. also just talk about traffic in California all the time. Like, right. just say how much it's awful and how much you hate it. You don't even like the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Which is true. One out of five people don't. <laughs> and their names are also ladders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be making fun of your nickname, Addie, but it's just, it's the, the fact that it came with zero explanation was so, so good. It's who I am now. (laughs) Listeners, get on your Twitters. Get on your Facebooks. Start typing ladders now. Hashtag ladders. Hashtag ladders. There you go. This is the new podcast name is the Mildly Ladders Podcast. That's really hard to say. Mildly Ladders. Mildly. Step stool. (laughs) 
<laughs> step ladders is actually what it is. Step ladders. If you have a child, will you name it step ladder? <laughs> Oh, we've lost all control. And <laughs> We're I love so it. sorry to our <laughs> listeners. We're trying very hard to be I experts for you. I do wonder how much of that's going to make it. <laughs> we're doing very well on time. So I'm like, I think majority of what we say is going to be in this episode. Oh, no. In that case. <clears throat> okay, so we're going to move on to uh, a little mini game for you. Um, and it's called Convince Your Rinse. I really want like a crowd like convince <laughs> your rinse. Because I was so happy that I made that rhyme. Didn't even realize. So this is um, it's going to be open for everyone to do. It's going to be a little improv. You're going to convince your parents to go along with some of these key uh, growing up scenarios. So we'll throw one out there, and then someone will choose to be the, the kid in the scenario, and the other two will be the parents. So the first scenario is you have to convince your rinse you want to start riding the bus instead of being dropped off at school. I'll be the kid. Okay. Okay. All right. Wait, so how old am I in this situation? Because, again, eight. as a homeschooled child, I don't You're know when you start riding the bus. Okay, eight? We'll say eight, yeah. That's really young. I don't know if I want my... I'm undercutting exactly. my... Yeah, see, I don't know. You should be the parent in this situation. <laughs> no, I'm just... No, you know what? I'm going to take all my vast knowledge of school-related things and, and channel it into this. Okay. I think oh, you only need one, which is the knowledge of the bus. And I do have <laughs> tangential knowledge of a bus. Okay, here we go. Well, right. Nancy, little Tyler here, wants to ride the bus. I know, Tim. I just don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> Tyler, what on this good green earth, or why on this good green earth, <laughs> would you want to ride the bus? All my friends are on the bus. And your friends are filthy. Am I not your friend? <laughs> um, um, are you going to answer your, your uh, mom? Uh, 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 I'm, I'm scared. No, no. You know what? My other friends are on the bus. It's very important that I hang out with these friends. Okay, so he's just using wordplay. <laughs> You're trying to convince me through wordplay. What's wordplay? Oh, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, my friends are on the bus, and I think it would be good for my socialization outcomes to ride on the bus with them. Socialization We've outcomes? Been Who's a... been teaching? <laughs> Nancy, AP. you read them too many books. I'm in a- AP second grade, so you know how it goes. Tyler, that's... that's not a thing. <laughs> Not a thing. Well, well, Nancy, let's. I uh, I let's... sleep with a, a, a dictionary under my pillow. Also, not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> she cleaned your sheets. Come on, come on, Tyler. Little tillers, our little our little tea bear. That magazine you're reading is not a dictionary. <laughs> Nancy. So let's just say that you did not convince us. <laughs> no, I think that was, I was a little all over the map there. Um, well, what is a convincing argument for letting I, your eight-year-old take the bus? I mean, literally. I was undercutting just, my own point of view as I was arguing for it. Yeah. It was very dark. Uh, into some weird places. You can't, you want to read the next okay, one? Okay, so the next one is convince your rents that you're totally going to Kelly's house for a slumber party. Mm-hmm. I can be the kid. Okay. I can do it. So how old would you be in this situation? Twelve? I would say, I would say closer to like 15. 15? Okay. Like, I feel like this is the time where you're, you're actually going to like drink your beer with your friends at this like oh graveyard. I did not drink beer with friends at <laughs> graveyards. Not at 15, jeez. Neither did I. Wait, so we all just... three of us are in here like, we're pretty sure high school is doing this. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> well, the whole idea is that we think there's something fishy about you having a sleepover at Kelly's house. 
Unrelated, though, does it not seem like teenagers and a lot of pop culture and media are way more out there than any of us were as teenagers? But also, when you think about it, like, that's selective. Oh, yeah. No, I'm saying totally. But I'm like, where's the show about the real teenagers? I guess that would not be that. Sits at home. Like, World of Warcraft. (laughs) Like, 12 hours now. Kind of just going through their hormones. Like, ugh. I'm having feelings. I'm like, that's it. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Just like hours. Another scene. (laughs) And scene. It's called the average puberty. It's like, you know, (laughs) that would not make for good television. I realize that now. All right. So, Kelly. What do you have to say to us? There is a slumber party, and I'm going. At whose house? Savannah's. <laughs> oh, Savannah. Is she the one with mm. the, the, the eye thing? The mm. weird, the eye? The no, that, you know what I'm talking about. You know Dave, right? The much. eye? Yeah, the, it, That's it just twitches. her face. Oh, my gosh. She doesn't seem trustworthy. I don't know. That eye. You know, sometimes I, I feel it looking at me when my back is turned. Do you get that feeling, Kelly? Sometimes, but you can like, you can call her mom. And you still want to go to a slumber party with her? Yeah. Like while you're sleeping, she's just going to be <laughs> twitching her little eye. No, you don't sleep at a slumber party. <gasps> well, I'll be. Back in my day, we, we slept and then we prayed to Jesus. That's all we did at slumber parties. Simultaneously? <laughs> don't sass me. <laughs> you dreamed of Jesus. You loved Jesus. Well, I think we should call Kelly's mother. I'm Kelly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm confused. I'm Dave. Do you smell burnt toast? <laughs> okay, we're done with this one. <laughs> Sorry, that was on me because I said you were Kelly. So I like flipped it in my head again. I was like, oh no, it's fine. And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> convince your rents. You can go on spring break with your friends. I'll be the kid. Yeah. Do you want to be the kid? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, mom, dad, son. <laughs> son. This is the spring break of all spring breaks. I will never have another spring break as cool as this one is going to be, so I need to go. Where are you going? Mom, I know you're not going to like it, but I'm going to Florida. <gasps> Don't roll your eyes, Mom. Come oh, on. Be in this with Vanessa, me. Vanessa, be strong. It's okay. You know how we feel about Florida. Yeah, you. I, I, I would expect more from our own son. I know, I than know. Than Florida. But it's not, it's, it's the beach. It's different. Oh, like, the beach. Oh, that's even worse. That's just, I have to, oh, I got to take a lap, Vanessa. Oh, oh whoa, You whoa. could go to Cabo. You could go to Cancun. But you choose Florida. It's where all my friends you are going. go to Aruba or Jamaica or, 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 you know, any of those places Would that aren't Florida. Would you be paying for these places? <laughs> well, we're sure not paying for Florida. <laughs> I am at the, the crux of my high school reputation. This is make or break. If I don't go, everyone will call me a loser who doesn't go to Panama Beach. What happens if you do go and you get eaten by a crocodile? Then what will they say about you? Those don't happen on the beach, Mom. <laughs> I can't reason with you. Come on. Dad, remember when you were in high school and you went to Florida? And don't even say you didn't because there's pictures and you don't want to tell Mom, but you went to Florida. <laughs> And there were no alligators no, on the I've, beach. No, I thought I buried that part of my life deep inside where it can't come back to hurt my family. I dug and it you up. throw it in my face. I am your family. <laughs> and it's not hurting me. So what do you guys say? Just a couple, 200 bucks. Let me go to Florida. I think we're getting divorced. This is, you've torn our family apart. Oh. Can't you see what you've done? All right. Well, also, yeah, yeah, go to Florida. I don't care. Oh, thanks, so. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> 
Have a question, suggestion for a topic, or maybe you just need some mildly awkward advice. Shoot us an email at mildlyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. All right, so it's time for Deal Breakers, which is um, a thing we do every episode pretty much. Where this, the whole thing behind deal breakers is that let's say you're go, you've gone on like, you're about five dates in with this person. They seem pretty normal. Like pretend you're single and this is like this person you've been dating for a little bit. All things being equal, would this cause you to break up with them or to stop dating them if you're not like technically in, I'm getting very into the details of this. <laughs> Basically, would this be a deal breaker? Would you stop seeing this person? getting the picture? All things being equal. Do you understand? Everyone at home, get ready. So the first one is, your significant other wants to call you mom. Total deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> this is the deal breaker for me as well. Uh, Slagatha was coming in with a deal breaker on this one. Um, how about you, Corby? Yeah, I, I think so. I think that's... I, I think that's pretty creepy. Did you see the news report that said Mike Pence calls his wife mother? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Yep, that's where I, that's where I got this. Yeah. Okay. I was yep. like, oh, this is ridiculous. No one would ever do this. But okay. Well, mm-hmm. I feel pretty mm-hmm. much the same about the state of America, actually, <laughs> which is sad. Deal breaker. <laughs> so this next one, your significant other says you look like a hotter version of his sister. <laughs> <laughs> That was another jaw drop. I was gonna say the face that you—it was like a jaw drop. You looked just horrified. It was deal breaker. That's so uncomfy. Yeah. But if he's like, well, it's not that you know, she's just she has the same color hair as you. I just think you're a much hotter version. No. (laughs) Still no. Oh no, I can't. That's too much. He's giving a compliment, but then rounding it off with. A very creepy, like, observation. Like, don't do that. I'm always going to be wondering, like, what are you thinking about your sister? (laughs) Why are we in the same category in your brain, I think? Like, if she was a little bit hotter, I'd totally date her. Like, (laughs) mm. Or, okay, but which one would be worse? Do you think if he said, you're a hotter version of my sister, or my sister's a hotter version of you? Oh, the second one's yeah, definitely I think that worse. One, yeah. Really? Because then it's an insult. That's true. That's true. Unless the sister was like Angelina Jolie. It's like, you know what? Thank you for even comparing the look. You know? <laughs> it's like, all right, well, I can run with it. So the next one is your significant other has brothers that follow them around during dates and ruins everything. So you can imagine every date that you've had so far, the brothers have appeared at some point and like thrown a water balloon or <laughs> tripped him oh, and so he fell like, downstairs. Oh, so they're like really or, interfering. Yeah. So How they're old like are they? the same age. So they're just like these two twin brothers who are like, yeah, let's follow, let's follow Dick around, you know. See, I just think that's hilarious. Like, I kind of want that to happen on one of my dates. <laughs> at this nice restaurant, and these, like, two teenagers are, like, psych, and, like, throwing stuff at you. I could totally bond with them over that. It'd be great. It does kind of sound fun, but mm-hmm. deal breaker. <laughs> so for you, Eddie, yes, oh, no? no deal breaker. Not a deal breaker? Okay. Yeah. I think if it wasn't targeted towards me, then I, I would I would say it's not a deal breaker. If they were just messing with your date, and you'd yeah. be like, haha, sucka. Because if I had to <laughs> worry, sort of like, join in on dumping on this person now. Yeah. If I had to worry about, like, getting tripped down some stairs or something, I'd be like, all right. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize there was, like, a threat for death involved in this. <laughs> yeah, there might be sometimes. Let's, uh, let's, uh, depending on the degree, it might yeah. be a deal breaker. <laughs> if they're like, oh, funny pranks. If they're like, we'll kill you. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe a little bit more of a deal breaker. (laughs) So this next one is after you call out an ism, uh, you're so like 
racism, sexism, that sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, so okay. they do something like that. Your significant other corrected you and says that they have no privileges because they are the middle child. So they're privilege-free. Oh, that's just... <laughs> I would just leave right then. <laughs> Is that more offensive to you as a middle child to hear that? That we don't have privilege? That someone would assume that. <laughs> I'm comfortable with my middle child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a deal-breaker for me too, mm. I think. So the next one, your significant other calls home three times a day. How far away from home do they live? One hour. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you made a sound that suggests, like, would it be different if they were, like, in a different state? Maybe, you know. Why they, would it be different? Well, if they wouldn't have the opportunity to ever see them, you know? But if you're only an hour away. But, I, again, like, I don't like talking on the phone mm-hmm. at all. And it would be weird to me that someone liked talking on the phone. Well, they don't want to talk on the phone to you. They're like, if you're more comfortable texting, that's fine. But I need to call home three times a day. Yeah, but that's still weird. Like, no <laughs> yeah. one should like talking on the phone that much. To so, deal phone. breaker for you? Yeah, deal breaker. Yeah. What about, How about you, you, Maddie? Nope. Who's Maddie? I'm slagging the arguments. I think this might be a deal breaker for me. I think I'm sort of in the process of my. Mm, my parents do like to talk to us on the phone a lot, and it's not three times a day, but I'm trying to, you know, wean them down to, like, once a week or so. Um, so I think that would just signal to me, okay, maybe there's some some other issues going on here where they feel like they have to be that connected, so maybe deal breaker. Okay, next one. Your second date is meeting their parents. This is actually really funny because my first date with my current boyfriend, I met his brother and his best friend. Oh, wow. Like, on purpose? Was he like, oh, look who's here? Who's he like, we've all gathered here today. <laughs> That's kind of what it felt like, a little bit. But it was because his brother was in town for, like, a week or so. And he was leaving that night. And he really wanted to see him before he left. And so he invited him to the brewery that we were at. And then his best friend oh, wow. works at the brewery. So his brother crashed your first date yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you're still together, though. So yeah. not a deal breaker? Would it have been different with the parents, though? Yeah. Parents oh. kind of freak me out. So meeting parents, what about you? I, th- um, I think it depends, right? Which date did you have that he revealed that he knew your dad? Oh, no, that was before the first date. That was like, oh, I yeah, heard. yeah. <laughs> you heard. <laughs> you remember that I one? <laughs> See, that's weird that more people know this now. <laughs> that's okay. Um, no, I don't know if it would be necessarily a deal breaker. I think it depends on the context, right? If he was like, second date... We're all going to go to a really nice restaurant. It's just the four of us. Like, you know, us two, right? That would be too much. But it was like, I don't know, <laughs> a graduation party or something. And we go there and we meet his parents. Like, that might be okay. But I think would it's hard, right? Would you count that as a date, though? I don't know. Maybe. Well, it depends. It depends. I don't know. Because I think it's hard. At the second date, you're still trying to figure out how you feel about that person. And then you're meeting their parents. And you're like, oh, gosh. Is it a deal breaker for you, Corby? Yes. Yeah, I don't want, nope, I do not want to meet, I don't want to meet parents for like a year in. Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> like, I'm comfortable with that. Like, it's not about them. Wow. <laughs> that's a very judgy wow. Oh, sorry. <laughs> wow. When, um, wow, that's a lot about you, Corby. No, I did not mean to be a, a judgy wow. Judgy wows. You can, you can meet the parents whenever you want to. I'm not, not going to judge you. Okay, so your significant other goes home every weekend. Again, how far away do they live? Like 45 minutes to an hour. I think it's a deal breaker. So even if it's like six hours, do you, does that change it? Oh, the six hours thing would be like definite deal breaker. Oh, okay. So if the they're going six hours every weekend, I think. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking If too. it was like 20 minutes? I don't know. Now that I think about it, I don't think the distance matters. <laughs> it's just going home every weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. I, 
I don't I don't like people who feel too dependent on their family, yeah. but it's also see, like, why, what's happening there? <laughs> you feel like you have to. Okay, see, so that's fun. interesting. Why can't like, we ever go on dates on the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I w- that would be a bit much. See, I can't make this a deal breaker completely though, because for a lot of college, I did go home every weekend because, like, I had two siblings who still lived at home, and I lived pretty close to home and stuff like that. So I can't deal break people for things I've done. I can. Okay. <laughs> well. We can. Well then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the last one. Your significant other says he totally would have boned his mom in Back to the Future. Wait, okay. Clarification. <laughs> have you seen Back to the Future? Yes, yes. But, yeah. like, would he have boned, like, the mom character? Or he, it's like, if he was in that situation he that and he met his mom and she was super good looking and young and was into him. Oh, yeah, that's, that's so. <laughs> well, I'll set our guest to answer first. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a little bit too much of an mm-hmm. Oedipus complex for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, real creepy. <laughs> that is, that's pretty much as clear cut of an Oedipal yeah. complex as you can possibly get, but yes. Would literally bang their mother. Yes. What if they didn't put themselves in the character's shoes and it was more just like the actress that they totally would have boned the actress, but they always like refer to it. Like maybe they refer to it a little, like even more than once is like, why are you still talking about this? But they have like, referred to they it say, on oh, the fifth day. the mom in Yeah, like Back they, the yeah, they say the mom. Like they don't know the actress's name. They're just yeah. like, oh, yeah, have you seen Back to the Future? <laughs> Fifth date, they're bringing that up maybe more than once. They're just really into Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> but specifically that, like, <laughs> that idea of boning his, the mom from the... That's still creepy. Yeah. I guess it's kind of creepy. I don't know. I think if you were, like, so... Okay, it's more than... It's more than kind of... I'm trying not to be judgmental. It's more than a little creepy. I think if you were that fixated on, like, boning a fictional character that you wanted to bring it up multiple times, I'd be like, let's talk about that. Let's... <laughs> let's uh, unpack this. Let's unpack that. <laughs> on this week's segment of Let's Unpack This. <laughs> a big thank you to our sponsor, Acacia Counseling and Wellness, for your peace of mind. Find them online at www.acaciacw.com. That's A-C-A-C-I-A-C-W.com. So every week we try to find a headline about millennials. It's They're usually rarely written by millennials because we're not that narcissistic. <laughs> <laughs> Except I think we did actually read an article about being narcissists. So, uh, excusing that, this week's um, headline is Millennials May Never Leave Their Parents' Homes. I think the most researched thing with millennials is the fact that we can't leave our homes. And I'm like, if you guys spent less time talking about the fact we can't leave and spent more time on how we can get out, <laughs> we might we might have a better idea of how to like leave the home. But this is from the Boston Globe. And one of the things that they start with, and I went through a couple articles, and one of the things were that we can't blame the economy anymore. So thanks to Obama. <laughs> He set us up well enough that unemployment was. Um, Although I do, I mean, maybe unemployment is not so bad, but I do have to point out in the cities where we live, housing is still very expensive. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's one of the points of the articles. Like, one of the reasons why we are staying home is that we cannot afford just to buy a house. So we tend to go to renting. So I don't know. What are your reactions to this headline? It's funny because I know a lot of people who do live outside of their parents' homes, but then I know the couple random people who are 30 mm-hmm. and live with their parents is there like a hard and fast cutoff age where you'd be like normal 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 oh nope not normal move out 18 whoa okay <laughs> <laughs> no i think like 22 you if, like if you've graduating gone to, college if you've gone to college i think if you haven't gone to college then it should be 
like, 19, 20. But I think if you've gone to college, like, 22, 23, like, you should be getting out there. And I know it's hard to, like, find jobs and blah, 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 blah. I don't know. So I, I lived with my parents when I was 23. Yeah, Corby, way to go. <laughs> what do you have to say to that? Uh-oh. <laughs> My memory game's off. (laughs) (laughs) But it was because I was saving up to go to grad school. Mm -hmm. And then, like, student loans is a thing, Mm -hmm. which makes moving out even harder. Mm -hmm. I think that says a lot, too. Like, there are a lot of people I know, a lot of people in our counseling program, too, who have taken a year to even, like, five years off. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a different scenario Mm -hmm. rather than people who are like, oh, I'm done with college. I'm going home and don't have those plans. But you didn't spend that year just sitting around saying, like, okay, this is kind of, you know, what it's going to be. But Right. And maybe that's the line where it's... If oh, like, if you have no plan yeah, if you're to just move back out. There, yeah. In the basement playing Xbox <laughs> seven days a week, then I think it's weird. Kind of regardless of the age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think there's definitely times where you can move back home and, and spend some time and stuff like that. and. Like, I know my older sister, when she took the bar exam, she stayed at home, like, lived at home for a couple months just to study for that. She was like, uh, it's very intense to study for the bar. And yeah, but I, I do, I think that the, the concept of having a plan and like an end date for that is really important, especially after college. Mm-hmm. So some of the other things they brought up as to why we're still living at home is that our world is more diverse and so therefore more worldview. So we view people that appreciate families more, you know, like whatever. Well, that's interesting that it brought that up actually, because with my parents' families, my dad is Canadian. And so like for him, it was like 18 move Mm -hmm. out sort of thing. But with my mom's family, they're Argentine. So they all lived at home for way longer Mm because it's a much more collectivist society. And like, it's much more normal to have all the kids at home for longer and stuff like that. So she's always had the attitude like, why, why Why rush? Why move out right away? So. Yeah. Because when we're comparing it to what America used to be, it's like, no, there were a lot less diversity. So it's like that common trend of like, everyone in America is doing this. It's because everyone looked and act the same. Mm-hmm. But now we're at a different point where it's just like, where we appreciate cultures more. So when you do more studies, you realize like, oh, yeah, it's definitely a shift in how we see this because there's, you know, different people. Another one which we brought up several times, which every article cannot get by without mentioning, is that we're getting married less mm-hmm. or we're delaying marriage. So millennials mm-hmm. are less likely to get married at 22, 23, more likely to get married later in the 30s or something like that. I think what a lot of people compare it to is um, the adults that spawn the baby boomers. So they are like... Oh, like the, the greatest generation or whatever? Like yeah. their level of independence and yeah, stuff? Yeah, so they're like... Oh, that's really interesting. Why can't you guys be like that? Like, or Especially for baby boomers, like my parents were on their own at 20, you know? Right. But it's like when you're fresh out of the war and you, yeah. 10 years prior you had the Great Depression, like right. you want... And once you have that stability, once war is yeah. over and you're coming back, you're grabbing your wife, you're going to go... <laughs> <laughs> you're getting have married. a whole bunch of kids. Yeah, you're having a whole bunch of kids and you're living on your own. And so baby boomers grew up in that idea where it's like everyone has to be like independent at such a young age. But we're now at a place where we're like, we don't need kids right now. We don't need to be married right now because we want to focus on our jobs and our careers and school, stuff like that. So. All right. Well, that's all we have for you guys today. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us, Addie, on our episode about leaving home. Say thank you. you. Can, you <laughs> she approached the microphone. Her eyes went wide. She panicked, and then she leaned way back and started laughing. So I don't How know what that was about. Dare you. <laughs> I really wish 
that you could see my face as I was in the studio because <laughs> we do need a pic. By the way, we do need a pic of Addie. Oh yes, we do. We, we, Maybe with that. Hopefully with that face like keep that. Forgetting. So thank you, Addie, for joining us. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you once again, fishing for compliments. Yes. <laughs> And thank you all for joining us and for interacting with us on our Facebook page. It's really, really fun to see you guys and hear from you about your scary stories and personality test stuff. And, uh, yeah, keep keep getting in touch. Email us. We'd love to hear from you guys. Rate and review on iTunes. That really, really helps us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, thank you, guys. So I have been your co-host, Corby. I have been your co-host, Slagathor. And I am your guest, Addie. Thanks again, and good night, Seattle. Bye. Tip hat. <laughs> <laughs>